What's up, everybody? I'm JJ John J. Stramski. And I'm Jason Goff. And if you haven't heard, The Ringer has gone local. I'm bringing the fire. I'm bringing the rain from the Big Apple with my show, New York, New York. And I'm repping Chi-Town with my new show, The Full Go on All Things Chicago. We've got episodes three nights a week with all the reaction to the local teams and guests. Plus bonus episodes around all the big games and storylines. So whether you're uptown, downtown, in the burbs, or a transplant. Make sure you follow New York, New York, and The Full Go on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. I love the NBA. When game day comes around, win or lose, this is the beer you want. Michelob Ultra, my go-to right now because I'm a light beer guy. Sorry, hate to break it to you. You know, I'll mess around with some other ones, but for the most part, really ever since college, I've been a light beer guy. Michelob Ultra, not only does it taste great, 95 calories, crisp and refreshing. Put it in your fridge. Watch how people just grab it. All of a sudden, they're gone. I also like McLeod Ultra because they're getting fans closer to the game right now than ever before with exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like signed memorabilia and courtside seats. Enter for your chance to win at McLeodUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. This episode is brought to you by Verbo. You know, it is stressful enough just with the airport situation. No matter where you're going, it's always packed. You're always worried the weather might be bad. Is my plane going to get delayed? You just want the actual place you're staying at to be a lights out experience. So if you've booked a vacation rental and you found yourself stuck making small talk with the host or you've arrived to find out it doesn't look anything like the pictures, you know, that's, that's the worst. You could avoid the awkwardness with Verbo. Verbo has helped travelers find great private vacation rentals for nearly 30 years. You heard me correctly. So while other vacation rentals can feel like a roll of the dice, relax knowing you booked a Verbo. Book your private vacation rental in the Verbo app. The Bill Simmons Podcast is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook as well as the Ringer Podcast Network where if you have been listening to the Prestige TV Podcast, well, we're going to load it this week with a bunch of stuff. David Shoemaker and I already did the season finale of Heels, which was a great wrestling show on stars that we really liked a lot. Scenes from a marriage is going to be broken down a little bit later this week with Mallory and Joanna. And then we're going to do a three-part uh, succession. Me and House are doing the 20 favorite characters. Sean Fantasy and Joanna Robinson are going to break down the final episode of season two. And then there's going to be a pre-cap episode on Friday with Chris Ryan and Big Waz. So subscribe to the Prestige TV podcast. It's free. Just follow it. Follow it on Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Enjoy it. Uh, speaking of pop culture podcasts, The Rewatchables coming back on Monday night with maybe the funniest movie of the 80s. It's an action movie, though. It's Cobra. But now it's one of the funniest movies of the 80s. Me and Kyle Brandt broke that one down. And, uh, and I'm looking forward to putting that out in the world because there's a lot of great topics coming out of that, pot, that movie. Coming up. Joe House is in town. He's going to join me and the cuz. We're going to talk about week five. We're going to guess some lines and baseball playoffs. Man, action-packed weekend. It's all next. First, our friends from Pearl Jam. All right, we're taping this. It is 9.40 Pacific time. We had a little lightning delay that delayed our Chiefs-Bills thing. 
Poor Joe House flew in from Washington today on a 5.45 flight in the morning, East Coast time. I pumped him, Sal, I pumped him with like a, what was it, a Trenta? What, what was in that coffee? Well, it's the uh, the iced, it's the Trenta iced cold brew with a shot of espresso. But you also pumped me. I got here, we've, we haven't, se- I haven't seen a piece of meat since I arrived here, Sal. Nothing what? but green stuff out here. <laughs> oh, no. Everybody is a vegan in California? Salads? Uh- Tofu, pad thai, really tried to get him healthy to keep him awake for this stuff. Oh, that's that's your plan? Yeah, you did this to us years ago, Simmons. We used to have nice lunches in the Kimmel Writers Room, and you're like, this is a comedy killer, all this Chinese food. I'm like, no, we love it. Who cares? We're fat and lazy. But yeah, you you did it to house to keep him awake. I was right. Every We would get these giant Italian food things at the, in the Kimmel's Writer, and then everyone would just sit around and rub their t- stomachs and not write any jokes stomachs. for like two hours. <laughs> I know it was the best. It was the best. Oh, but you got here and you had a, you know, it's a long day. I mean, this is a 15 hour day, even if you didn't fly from the East Coast at five in the morning with that London game. I mean, I'm freaking exhausted and I lost a ton of money. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was going to get to that later, but one of the many things I learned today was don't bet on the London games, which I already knew. Don't bet on the Jets, the combo that. But one thing, one other thing I learned, don't bet on the 2021 Chiefs. So House and I yeah. were arguing about this all day. House loved the Bills. Mm-hmm. I like the Chiefs. What crazy value. You get the minus three in a Sunday night game. Collinsworth doing the whole Mahomes thing. Bills come out, kick their ass. Chiefs get this beautiful lightning delay. Delays everything for an hour and 25 minutes. Tariko and Tony Dungy and Drew Brees have to fill forever. Comes back and the Bills just keep it rolling. And House thinks they're the best team in the uh, in the NFL. What do you think, Sal? Yeah, well, I had the Bills and Rams meet in the Super Bowl, and I still think the Chiefs could steal this division somehow, although I'm, I'm going to fall apart with that in a minute. But people saw that minus three, and they're like, oh, there's great value in this, or no, 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 that's too fishy. Should I stay away? I stayed away, except I took the Chiefs plus seven and a half on a money line parlay. Now, is mm. that game on, a, on an adjusted parlay? Is that over? Is it over? Can I look? I'm not even going to look to my side. <laughs> I don't understand. Like the, it was all oh the offensive line. That's what was terrible. That's why they lost the Super Bowl. No one warned us about this horrible defense. I know they had a guy that had a corner out. They had a, they had a couple guys out. But for God's sakes, if you have a decent quarterback, you're scoring 30, 35 off this team. House. Well, well, it it continues to be self sabotage from the Chiefs. Another four turnover game. I mean, they, yeah. They, we haven't seen a team go out and the, and the Chiefs not have any turnovers and just go, I thought this was going to be a track meet game, right? Whoever had the ball last was going to win, which is why I like the Bills. In a in a jump ball game, I'll take the team that gets plus uh, uh, odds on the money line, right? Because mm-hmm. it's 50-50, they're, they're going to have the ball last. That's, that's why I like the Bills. Yeah, the Bills scored 38 points. We probably would have guessed they were going to be between 31 and 38, and the Chiefs only scored 20 kept turning the ball yeah. over. They've been turning the ball over all year. I'll tell you the big storyline for me. I don't know if you guys noticed it. Collinsworth, it was like watching a seventh grade girl just switch switch their love to another boy during the game. He All the love he has for Mahomes. Oh, oh Patrick. Oh, my God, Patrick. But it just, during the game, shifted to Josh Allen. Did you see it, Sal? <laughs> he dumped Patrick Mahomes during the game. He is now in yeah. love, football love with Josh Allen. 
Yeah. And Al Michaels helped along. He was like the friend in seventh grade. who was like, hey, I've been talking to Josh Allen's friend, you know, the, the fr best friend. And like Josh Allen was like, uh, is Josh Allen going to be MVP? Yeah. yeah, Al, I think what you're saying is right. He's going to be around at the end. Yeah. So yeah, he, you're right. It, he hurdled that guy in the fourth quarter and oh, Collinsworth yeah. was as giddy as he was like a seventh grader on Valentine's Day house. So you could feel it in his voice. He, 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 he felt something move down below. He might have. He might have. <laughs> so listen, I just, we have to bring this up. I don't remember what game it was with the Bucks last year when they got crushed by the Saints. It was right around the same time, right? Week five, week six, yeah. range. Saints cr crushed them, killed them. And it was like, oh, Bucks are done. This is it. We do this every year. And I made a mental note last year. I'm not doing it this year. I'm not, when we have the roller coaster ride that is the NFL, I'm not counting teams out. I'm not anointing teams. We're not saying the Cardinals and Bills are playing the Super Bowl. We're not saying the Bills, this is it. They did it. They finally got over the hump because it's week five and the season's even longer this year and we have no idea what's going to happen. I'm, I'm fine not doing with it. not saying all those things. I'm, I'm good with that. I really am. Yes, you're right. It's 17 weeks. There's 12 left. They usually write the ship. You usually can run all over them, right? Isn't that the thing for the first month with the Chiefs? All right, so now you can run and pass all over them. And Mahomes seems a little off. That's what's scary to me. I would think like by now, the McCall Hardmans or one of those guys would have developed, right? Where it's not always the Tyreek Hill show or Kelsey who couldn't get open today, but it never happened. Like why isn't McCall, why don't they have a number three guy that they can go to at all? It's, it's been years uh, to develop and especially in this offense, someone should emerge. Well, the thing to me is the be below, below mediocre talent at running back. Like they yeah. they can't establish anything that way. They they were running you know short stuff for Tyreek out of the backfield just mm -hmm. to try and and generate something rush wise. I mean, some of them were like little screens, little shovels, but still they they have no rushing game at all. I mean, yep. I know Clyde had a hundred yards last week, but it, it it's not uh, any kind of of uh, it he looks like he's done anyway. The context in which Mahomes has the element of surprise at all. Mm -hmm. Um, I lived it a couple of times with the Patriots, Sony, Michelle, Lawrence, Maroney, where your team spends these first round picks on the running backs and they kind of don't have it. And it takes a while to kind of admit it to yourself. I just don't see it with Clyde. I think he's too small. I don't think he busts the big plays the way they thought he did. And he, he's just kind of like condition rounders. He's grinding out that run money. And that's it, which I don't think is what they were going for with when they took him to the draft. I think they were thinking... The field is spread. This is going to be a home run guy. Are the Chiefs having the year from hell, though, is the other possibility here? Because we've seen that, too. Who is our year from hell team? Who are the candidates so far, Sal? Um, well, the Chiefs for sure. Uh, the Steelers, I guess, although they won today, right? So yeah, but who's falling we, apart? It want? wasn't surprising, though. It's got to be a team that, I mean, I guess Seattle could be a possibility, right? Yeah. To get the the two and three and they get the Wilson broken finger and everyone was talking about what a loaded division is. They might be the odd man out. I think it has to be them. I don't know who else it would be. Yeah. They're, San they're... Francisco's in the mix, maybe. Right. Same kind of right. thing. Injuries. It's, yeah. Although seriously, if we were going to really talk about, uh, uh, we didn't have any ambition for this team, but losing two games with 50 yard plus field goals at that end of the game, the Detroit lions first time in the history of the NFL. Yep. That feels mm -hmm. bad. Dan, it brought I, Dan to tears today. I, I didn't blame him. People are like, oh, look at the idiot coach crying. I'm like, I would cry too if I lost at 250 plus field goals at the end. And one of them, a record breaker, 66. And the one, like, 
the Vikings were dead. And the thing that makes this one maybe even worse was he went for two. He made the right call. He got it. They had him dead to rights on the road. They're going to win their first game. And now they're the Detroit Lions. I don't know. I don't know who wins first. I do think some of the rookie quarterbacks are starting to look better as a whole. Like they needed a month. It seems like all of them have stepped up. And even, uh, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say this. Trey Lance reminds me a lot of Kaepernick, the way he looks. That's a positive thing, I promise. Uh, and then your guy Jones came back, no matter what you want to say about that Texans team. That's a double-digit deficit. That's fun. And even Trevor Lawrence showed some flashes of brilliance today. So I think we got a nice crop again. Well, if you had to re-rank the rookie quarterbacks from what you've seen so far, do you think it was the right order? Uh, who was the first? Um, I don't know. I, I, I do see Zach Wilson making throws that I'm not sure a lot of other players can make, but then there's also on the negative side, he makes throws that a lot of other players can make. So stats-wise, Zach Wilson is not the guy, but... Um, you know who looked pretty I, good? I a few weeks. Oh. Davis Mills looked pretty effing good today. Yeah. <laughs> Davis Mills had like three incompletions at one point, you know, two touchdowns, and it was like 12 for 15 in the first half. You were scared, Simmons. Admit it. You were scared. I mean, look, it was the end of the Patriots season if they lose. They would have been one and four. They're done. It would have been the end of... Um, a three-team teaser that I never should have made a million-dollar picks and in real life. <laughs> and uh, I had to sweat that one out. It's funny. It's spending three hours sweating out the Patriots part of that tease while also sweating out the season. And then the Red Sox are coming on game three. In the middle of all this, the Vikings decide to lose this seemingly insurmountable lead and give right. it all of a sudden it's 17-16 Detroit. And it's like one of those where it pops up and you're like, wait, what? I, I didn't even right. have that game on one of the TVs. I thought it was a, a goner. So then yeah, that Red's one, and then the Minnesota kicker, who is now, he's my MVP, Sal. You he, like him? He's the guy? Well, because <laughs> he had the Arizona game, which I had a lot of money in Arizona oh, just to right. win. That guy missed like a 35-yarder. And then this game, the other way, I need him to make one. He made, what was that, like 52? 54, maybe. I thought it was long. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, any kicker that splits the upright should be your hero at this point. I mean, the worst, I mean, this might have been the worst day of kicking of all time, but the worst kick of all was in your game when the, the Texans were up, what was it? Was it 22-9? And yeah. the up back goes up to fake. All right, we're going to take a snap here on fourth and long. I was like, no, 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 I'm just kidding. But instead of going all the way back, I'm going to go six yards back and punt it right into my fat offensive lineman's helmet. That was the worst kick of the game. And that changed all the momentum. And that's how you uh, won. Yeah, I mean, we were was we were down six. Harris fumbles on the one-inch yard line, which I think we're on pace this year to set the record for most fumbles as the guy's running in for a touchdown. Yeah. Um, and it just seemed like it was one of those games where over and over again, House showed up in the fourth quarter mm -hmm. and he's Ubering from the airport. He's like, I'm not even going to ask what's going on with the Patriots. I'll wait till I get to your house. And he comes in. The comeback <laughs> had already kind of begun. The Texans, they basically had three good quarters of them. They couldn't sustain it. But I was kind of impressed by Davis Mills. You know, that was the guy the Patriots were going to take if they didn't get back Jones. He's not bad. I, they would have been happy. He looks fine. He's yeah, got, he looks fine. He now has three games of reps. That's the thing about Trey Lance. Trey Lance is now at the Justin Fields two games ago stage. You know, right. I think one more game, uh, game plan wise, where they're where they have he gets to practice with the ones and gets all uh, uh, another round of of 
Shanahan. Maybe I'm I'm a little too bullish on Shanahan. I don't no, know. I think we should give these guys a month. I think we're in general we're a holes for getting on these guys after seeing them drop back the past three times. Justin Fields, whatever we did with him, but and I'm 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 to blame as I'm in that camp as much as anyone else. But give them five or six weeks before we write them off forever. I thought Lance seemed really raw, and I yeah. don't know what he's going to look like two years from now. But out of the five guys, he seems like the least ready to play. It looks like. He almost looks like a college quarterback, like like getting his reps in an Alabama game or something. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I felt like there were opportunities there for that team. And they were, you know, what did they end up with? Ten points? Yeah, well, I mean, it's because they had a thirteen play, seven minute drive that ended with him holding the ball uh, at the goal line right, and not right. extending it across on a fourth down play. Or diving was, into those guys. And that yeah. was the difference of the game. I mean, that was it. They they had uh. possessions. They had opportunities to score. And, you know... do you Does it remind you a little of the Trubisky thing? I think he's better than Trubisky, but what did Trubisky have in college? Like 17 starts? Where he right, just doesn't yeah. seem like he's had all the reps. Mac looks like he's been... You know, he's also a little older, obviously, but he looks like... He just looks super comfortable with pressure and all these different things and checkdowns. Mac's been playing with the first team offense since the preseason. Right. Trey yeah, Lance that's has fair. been playing with that first team offense for for ten days at, at at best, if that. You know, seven days. So all right, he's well, the least prepared because he's literally the least prepared. He has the least amount of reps of any of the rookie quarterbacks with the first team offense and an offense designed to maximize his skill set. I don't yeah. really care about San Francisco though. I think San Francisco is pretty good. They're though. good. I, I agree. That defense was excellent against against yeah, uh, uh, Arizona today. Arizona was dying, dying to give that game away. They were dying at least yeah. to give the cover away, right? Like they 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 were kind of like the Rams last week. Oh, the Rams beat the the Bucks. They're on top of the world. They're giving a half dozen or five points to to Arizona. Arizona goes to SoFi, kicks the crap out of them. Now Arizona is the only undefeated team. They're given five or six points. Wait, something's wrong. There's so much better than this rookie that's coming on the road for, for the first time. Like, and that was a game up until the last minute. They ended up covering, but uh, well, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I'm not ready to rank those West teams yet. Unless me Russell neither. Right? That, this yeah. is a mid-November thing. But I, I, yeah. the Kyler Murray piece was, we were wondering, could he make it half a season without getting banged up? Could we? Could mm. he make it two-thirds season? His shoulder, something happened in the second half, and it was a little reminiscent of last year. And they cut to him on the sideline, and he was doing like that kind of pitcher trying to loosen the shoulder and the dugout right, kind right. of thing, and just did not look comfortable to me. And, you know, the durability question with him, that division, which we thought was going to be this powerhouse, and now I have legitimate questions about each team, you know, like the Niners, the quarterback situation. I think if Jimmy G played today, Better chance of winning. I don't think it's like, a, oh, they definitely win with Jimmy G because he hasn't had a ton of success against Arizona. Better than the Seattle thing with four mm-hmm. to six to eight weeks of Geno Smith, you know, and then the Rams, like I, their defense is certainly a lot worse than I thought. I got to ask you about the Niners, though. House, would you rather have Mac Jones and two first round picks or Trey Lance? <laughs> oh, I mean, this is the question. Come yes on. or no? <laughs> what would you rather have? It's not a setup. Mac Jones and two first round picks or Trey Lance? Yeah. The Niners traded up. Yeah. They traded up from number 12 to number three mm-hmm. with two first round picks so they can yeah. move up to number three. And people thought they were doing for Mac Jones. Who knows who they were going for, but they decided it was going to be Trey Lance. They took him. And the question is I'll take the two first round picks and you can keep Mac Jones. 
I'd rather uh, have you're just picks. being a dick. You're just being a dick. Nah, it no, depends. I just don't Who think Trey Lance is picks? that much better are, than Mac Jones. No, I know what you're saying. But are the Patriots making the first round picks? You might get two receivers no one's ever heard of and who are out of the league <laughs> in, a, in four days. <laughs> I'll say this about the Patriots, and I would have said this win or lose. Not sure they're good. Might have been one of my worst picks ever. <laughs> Picking, thinking they could sink in the Super Bowl. They can't block. Yeah, They can't really get stops on defense. That's been the recurring theme of the first five weeks. They -hmm. don't get big plays. And every single game, they lose the turnover battle. Whereas like Sal's team, which I know we're going to talk about in a second, Sal's team is plus two, plus three, every game in turnovers. Patriots are minus one, minus two. They might not be good, Sal. Well, you just better hope your team doesn't meet up against my team. Ever. Oh, wait, no, that's happening in, in seven days or six days. Wow. Wow. All right. It is happening. That's going to be a little days. bit of trouble. It's, it's a tough one. I'll tell you this. I'm not sure we have seven playoff teams in the AFC. What? No. No, but- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go into this. We're going to take a break. I'm going to come back and I'm going to explain that one. This episode is brought to you by Nissan SUV. It's good to stay up to date. I mean, we've seen this in basketball, we've seen it in football, we've seen it in baseball. Once the stats started taking off in the 2000s, everybody had to figure that out. Then I remember in basketball, first it was three-pointers, then it was defensive stats. You just gotta keep moving, you gotta keep evolving, you gotta keep going. Now it's pace and threes. What's it gonna be next, big guys? That's why the 2024 Nissan Rogue has Google built right into its 12.3-inch touchscreen infotainment system. With Google Maps, Assistant, and more, you can stay up to date on everything that's ahead without even needing to connect your phone. Find your next adventure with the Nissan SUV. Learn more about the Rogue, Pathfinder, and Armada SUVs at NissanUSA.com. All right, the question is, do we have seven AFC playoff teams? I think we both, we all think the Chargers and Bills are playoff teams, right? From what we've seen? Yes. Ravens? Yes. Almost definitely? Mm -hmm. Yes. Almost yeah. definitely. Browns, I would yeah. say they're yep. a playoff team. Yes. Yeah. AFC South, whoever. Right. Chiefs. Who's the seventh playoff team? Wait, you nominees. said Chargers? You didn't say Chargers? I did say did. the Chargers. Your nominees oh, okay. are the Raiders, Denver, the Patriots, the Steelers, the Colts, Miami, and then a bunch of crap. There's going to be a yeah. bad seventh team in the AFC. So this is my thing. We were talking about it. I was talking about the, the Jenner trifecta. There's like nine very good or great teams, uh, who all of which, except for Baker Mayfield's team, has a very good or great quarterback. And then everyone else is like, eh. So I think I, we're staying the same thing. Like those nine are in the AFC and NFC. Who's the seventh? I don't know, man. I I, I almost have to give up on the Raiders. I would have said the Raiders before this week, but... um. I, maybe they were luckier than they were good after all. I mean, I don't know what's wrong with that team. That was a disaster today. I know a Khalil Mack ball, everyone got up for it, but they couldn't move the ball at all. Well, they're three and two and really could be one and four. They're two plays right. away from being one and four. Now they mm-hmm. have this Gruden controversy. It's fascinating watching Dungy and Tarico really go to the mat for him yeah. uh, after the game with the email and um, we'll see. It's, it seems like it's yeah. The Raiders over. had they had a barring injury. They didn't have any injuries, but they had as about as bad as six days as you could get. Right? They get they get pummeled by the Chargers. They make a little run at the end there, but they got beat up Monday night. Then the Gruden thing, and then today, like I don't know where it goes from here. Well, so let's talk really about let's talk about the Chargers quickly because House and I were in love with that game. 
mm-hmm. had it on the big screen, kept the Red Sox to the side because I couldn't handle the announcers. But uh, Chargers just seem like when it do we had Chargers Cowboys that could end up being the Super Bowl, but that would be a really fun battle. I would wa- I would watch that one five more times. But the Chargers just there's something about it. They they figured out the uniforms, the vibe. Their kicker's just going to miss at least three kicks a game, multiple I mean, receivers. Mm-hmm. This was the conversation we're having, speaking of the kicker missing. Staley wants to go for it all the time. Staley. Anyhow, Staley, what right. did I say? You called him Stanley. No, I didnn't. You Brandon called him Stanley. Staley. No, well, listen to the tape. You called him Stanley. because I've been awake for 17 well, and just, a half hours. His name is Brandon Staley. He's a handsome <laughs> young man. I like that he had the little zip-up rain jacket. Nice little right. millennial look he was rocking today. Good job, Brandon. But look. He doesn't want to kick, then don't kick. Go for everything. Go for yeah. the two points on every touchdown. Don't never punt. You need one guy that can kick off. And that that that's it. I mean, if you can get a defensive lineman that can kick the ball 35 yards, why waste a position on a punter, a, a field goal specialist, a long kicker? Fuck all that. Just go play you. football with football it's players. Enough. You got a guy who scored 28 points in the last four drives against this Browns defense, which is not bad. I mean, Herbert is fantastic. He's in the MVP discussion now, and two months from now he will be too if he's um if he's not injured. And uh, this Chargers team is dynamite. I don't know. I don't. And and they they don't even seem to care that they have no fans at these games. Not a one fan at these games. It's unbelievable. Like that has not gotten better along with the kicking and everything else. The one thing is. This is definitely a game they would have lost in the years past, right? And so many others. It's kind of, I'm, I still kind of am waiting for them to announce that they lost the game. It, right. it was just the, the two games today were the Falcons and the Chargers where it was like, oh, this is just karaoke. It's like the London game was like Falcons karaoke. They're up 23. They're definitely losing this. They somehow won. And then the Chargers, the guy missed the extra point. It's like, oh, here we go again with the Chargers. But yeah. different attitude. I'll tell you this, Sal. The league that I got kicked out of by that great Damashek, just a terrible right. human being. Um, mm-hmm. Kicks me out. I come back this year. I take Herbert, Eckler, and Keenan Allen. I load up. I do the Paul Co- the Paul Coher strategy of just oh, pick wow. a team you like offensively, load up on them. I somehow didn't get Mike Williams. I didn't go all the way. Uh, it was like it was like I bought the state-of-the-art TV with the surround sound, and then instead mm-hmm. of a Blu-ray pour, I bought like a cheap DVD. Like, what was I doing? Right. Just get Mike Williams if I'm going to clear out the Chargers. He was probably cheap too, right? What did he go for? Double? What, did he yeah, go nothing. for ten dollars? Less than five bucks. Like yeah. um, Forty-six point eight points for Herbert today. Twenty-seven point nine for Eckler, yeah. and Allen seven point five. Damashek's not a terrible human being. He's just he's 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 just a sad human being. Actually, I don't know. He yeah, he's sad. He's just a, a bad friend. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's you're, fun you're to have all those Chargers. League. Yeah. No, they're they're good. Obviously, they're a fantasy delight. They're kind of what everybody wants the Vikings to be, and that team can't move the ball at all, right? You, you mentioned like you know they have just as many fantasy threats, but are terrible to watch over a course of three hours. And Cousins somehow got it done today. But you're right about all of it. I mean, that we went crazy about the AFC, but that seventh spot is a, a nine and eight team, I think, at best. So. Disqualifying the Cowboys. Who's your? Who do you think the most fun NFL team in this house? Sal can't say the Cowboys. Who would you say? Chargers? It is the Chargers. Yeah, of course. We just watched the best football game of the season. I think I enjoyed that more than than the, any other game I watched this season. I think the Cowboys are pretty fun too. This, yeah. Wait, wait. Explain this Diggs thing to me, Sal. 
How does the this what? guy become Deion Sanders 2.0? Like, where did this come from? Was were there signs of this happening in the last two years? Like, is do do we need to make a pee in a cup? What what's going on here? He was kind of all or nothing last year. He had he had he showed that he could be great, but yeah, everyone's saying Deion Sanders 2.0 now. How he's baiting quarterbacks into throwing the ball and just a matter of time before they throw to the other side and never go his way. Hopefully he can make some tackles once in a while, unlike Deion, who just never wanted to put his beak in there and then get mm. dirty. But uh yeah, it's a lot of fun, man. It's a lot of fun watching this defense. That's why I thought the Giants of old can go in and forget it. We, we beat them up in a bad way with Danny Dimes being out and Barkley misstepping and busting up his ankle and everything. So that was going to be over anyway. But the fact that we like forced turnovers, this isn't something we never did. We had like 13 turnovers, and that would take like four years to, to take that many turnovers in a typical Cowboys team. So I don't know if it's Dan Quinn or these players or Michael mm, Parsons is Dan all Quinn. over the place, but it's a lot of fun. If you talk about fun teams, like I like fun offenses that can score quickly. Arizona's like that. Didn't show it really today, but the Cowboys are like that and the Chargers are like that. What do you think, Cass? I want to um, make sure that during the course of this podcast, we touch on, and maybe it fits the context of the seventh team from the AFC. Let's talk about the Cincinnati Bengals performance today. Mm. They showed me a lot, and that stadium was absolutely rocking. We had, uh, I, do we get a Mason Crosby game like this once a year? It feels like one. Now, maybe this was probably his worst all time. It oh, really, man. he had a lot of, of game winning kick opportunities. So that ratio for him is going to go way down because he's not going to be like 17 of 18 on game-winning kicks. Now he's 17 of 22 because he had five different tries at it and, all, and only made one of them. But I admire the pluckiness of Cincinnati. Is it my? Am I crazy or are they fast on both sides of the ball? Well, it doesn't seem like they can 100% block. It seems like Burrow <laughs> takes huge hits. And yet they move the ball down the field. A th- he had a, he was hospitalized with a throat contusion after the game, which had nothing to do with why he was taken out earlier in the game before he came back in. Like, yeah. if you could told me this guy like lost his arm in a paper shredder during the half, like I'd be like, <laughs> oh yeah, okay, this is just what happens. Like, enough with the hazing Joe Burrow. Leave him alone already, or block for him. I know. Do something. He threw a terrible pick in overtime, but um, he did. He's obviously amongst the best. Well, he uh, had a, he had a fucked up throat though. It was a signals yeah. cross thing too. Yeah, it wasn't all his fault. I'll say do this. you like I, you guys like miss you like missing Crosby or Mason Crossbar better? <laughs> we can go either he way. He was with hooking that. him. It was a real hook. He had a hook yeah. working. Yeah, it really I, did. We were saying like, it seems like I don't, I, I don't really care about the Packers, but it just seems like this specific game with him happens once a year. It's almost like a Mason Crosby holiday, where you and I, you just kind of know it. I would think so too, but I think he made like twenty three in a row or something stupid. But I, I, I that's am how I imagining I that that once yeah. a year he just kind of loses it for two hours. Yeah, I don't know. They look lazy as a team. Like third and four, lots of run plays. Rogers never, even though he had good stats, never really took over. What was he twenty seven for thirty nine, three forty four, pretty good. But they never really like put their foot on the gas when they could have a bunch of times. But the thing is, like, when your best player basically says. I'm not getting vaccinated. I'm not going to play any home games. It's, oh no, I'm, I, I got Kyrie what? and Aaron Rodgers confused. But uh, well, who are we talking about? Aaron Rodgers? That's right. Aaron All right. Rogers, here's yeah. the thing with Aaron Rodgers. When you spend the entire offseason trying to get traded and complaining about your entire organization, well, then 
kind of on the side going, no, no, but not the teammates. Teammates are great. I just, but get me the fuck out of here as fast as possible. Yeah. But, but these guys are good. And like, I, it's got to affect them at least a little bit. They can all put on a face, but you know, we've all worked for big organizations. If somebody's being mm -hmm. an asshole, you I mean, it affected them a little bit. They got their asses beat by the Saints and they haven't lost since. They're, they're, they're in, in pretty good shape. Yeah, but Sal's asking why, division. Sal's asking why something seems autopiloted. They just look weird today. Yeah, they definitely looked weird today. Like they, they should be beaten up on these teams. It wasn't raining 33. It was like 80 degrees there. Like they, they should have been able to do their thing. I'll say this about the Bengals, though. The chase looks like it was the right pick. I thought they should have taken a tackle because they can't. Now, Burrow just gets the shit kicked out of him every week still. So maybe yeah. they should have taken a tackle. But Chase is electric. Like he, he has, there's some, there's some sort of, some certain receipt. And CD Lamb has this too. Something about these guys in a game, they're probably faster than if they're running a 40 just on some track. Like they just have like this game sense. He knows what the fuck he's doing. He's really good. I'm, I didn't watch a lot of college and this was what he was supposed to be when you read the draft stuff where it's like, this is what this guy, he's just electric, but you never mm -hmm. know until they come in the league. He's electric. Yeah, I don't know what you what the where I stand on this in general, but LSU, LSU, right? They're familiar with yourself. There's something to be said about about doing that. Now, Urban Meyer drafts Trevor Lawrence and then Travis at the end. That was not going to work, even despite the injury. I don't. I have no problem. I can't see anything else wrong with Urban Meyer. This is the only. This is the one thing I could point. I have no insight. I, if a video came out, it'd be a different story. But. Oh, for God's sakes. But uh, what is yeah, that? What no. do you call it on houses doing the Friday Ringer gambling show? What do you have? The yeah. Urban oh, Meyer I, Horny I Dog a, of the we Week? Had, we had a, an Urban Meyer Horny Dog of the Week this week. We gave out a nice money line <laughs> parlay. Tennessee had to feature in all kinds of stuff. I had to, we needed a good six minute treatment of Urban Meyer. That was They fantastic. were the horny guy. They were the horny guy. <laughs> what a, what a right. hero. I don't know. I, there's so much going on. It's hard. Plus the Red Sox. And I don't, I don't feel like I follow football as well as I should have the last week because the Red Sox. But I didn't know about the Urban Meyer thing, him not going on the plane until midweek. Oh, yeah. I, I thought that was one of the most insane things I've ever heard. I never heard of a situation where the coach is like, all right, guys, I'll see, I'll see you back home. I'm going to go uh, on this private play the other way. Across, That's fucking crazy. Across media, every coach, every GM oh, that yeah. was interviewed on, on any channel, any podcast that you listen to, not one guy could remember a single instance of another coach doing that. And I like had, that even in like college. I had Steve Spurrier in Washington, and I don't think Steve Spurrier did that when he was in Washington. And that guy we, loved to play golf. Simmons, we have a friend we know who worked in the Cowboys organization. He said even Wade Phillips, when we went to Lambeau, lost by 50. He knew he was getting fired. Even he flew back. Like there's there's no there's no precedent. There's nothing. And yet here's what I think. Had they beaten the, the Bengals on Thursday night, if that guy misses the field goal and James Robinson breaks one in overtime, I don't think it's such a big deal. Now I think it's just a viral video and something that he needs to settle with his wife and his Lord, Jesus Christ, who I'm almost positive is going to help them through this. I really think he is. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, honestly, I'm not sure how much more he could take. What would you say? We joked about this, Simmons, even before the viral Every week video. We have. But for, I, I think if he hits a point of no return, if he hits like week 10, like middle November, They'll be like, ah, right, we'll just keep him for the rest of the year. Otherwise, I think it's about two more weeks. He might not go back. They yeah, I was going to say game. October. He can be done in London. Yeah. October is probably the, like, does he get out of October? I would say even odds. What's That's the difference? The 
What do you mean? What, what, why, why get help rid of him? What, what, what difference is going to make? Is I don't know. Well, back? well, if I, here's what I don't believe. I don't believe he lost the trust of the locker room. Like really these 23 year old guys really care that he got a lap dance or whatever in a bar like this. I think they would think it was funny more than they're anything, all right? like, go coach, go coach. Yeah. They probably don't even care that he wasn't on the plane. You're relieved when your coach is on the plane. Like, Oh, I'm not going to get the stink eye for four hours, you know? But, um, yeah, I'm not sure that that's exactly the truth. They have lost 20 in a row. Those, most of those aren't his fault, but when those numbers rack up, that's going to be bad to, um, try to negotiate. It's weird. Cause the con family has done such a good job with AEW. Mm. Like they created from scratch a legitimate competitor to WWE. They built the, you know, the, they got in with Turner. They've done these pay-per-views. They've really made right. some smart signings and they've, they've really zagged well against the WWE where now we have two legitimate wrestling places. Mm -hmm. And it's all run by that guy, Tony Khan, who's Shad Khan's son. And yet the Jaguars, who he's also involved with, but it's the same family. And it's right. a fucking shit show. And it's been a shit show for years and years and well, years. Well, no, since they choked the fourth quarter lead against the Patriots three years ago with a chance to go to the AFC uh, title that was game, it. right? That was it. Their record is abysmal since then. Yeah. yeah. And a handful I, of I don't wins. know if they've won a game since. I'm no. Not part of you. no, I don't think so. But Simmons, to be fair, Vince McMahon couldn't make it in, in the world of the football either. Although he's trying again this year, right? I got. It. It might I be think it, the XFL is ahead of its time. I, I still <laughs> believe in the idea. Uh, a right. couple, couple other things. Glennon and Galman running the uh, <laughs> Giants. It was. It sounded like a new TNT drama. It's like Glennon <laughs> it and Galman. Like Mark Paul Goslar <laughs> is Glennon. Um, <laughs> Zeke got injured by a pylon. I thought that was fun. He's okay I, though, right? It seemed like he had I a lacerated kidney for five seconds. Yeah. He was rubbing his hip for a while, but then he high-stepped high it into the end zone, which he also, I think, was still stretching when he was doing that. Do we have an yeah. explanation for why that thing is there? Is it to maim the players? Yeah, wait, let's get rid there? of the damn pylon. Let's get rid of it. When guys are diving for it, the ball comes a little... Let's just get rid of it altogether. I don't know what you replace it with. Another goalpost? Something. How about I this? Let, like let's use technology. It's the 21st effing century. Like, no. why do we have old men running up with their, with, you know, trying to get to the a line, establish a line of scrimmage with their own two eyes and then running with these chains. And now this, this pylon, that's a kidney impaler. How about get a fucking computer and let's just have a, a line. We, we, we already see it on television. We have the, the ability we're we're flying citizens into space for Christ's sake. Sakes, let's <laughs> let's ask Elon Musk if he can figure out where the fucking first down line is. Can't do it. What do you think this is? Tennis with review and the precision? No, I didn't know the pylon was that dangerous. Like it was like they should just put barbed wire around it, make it worse, make it really yeah. You think make it make people about, afraid of it? There's a miniature cone in the in the in a road or something. You could just drive over and smack around. But no, I don't know. Two Maybe other things that happened today. One I've never seen. Two I haven't seen in a while. The first one I hadn't seen in a while was the Bengals kicker thinking that he made the game-winning field goal, but yeah. he didn't. He celebrated it for like six seconds. I can't, I know that's happened before, but I can't remember the last time it happened. It was really, they had a slow motion replay where it was multiple people jumping yeah. on him and he missed it. I don't, does he need Lasix? What happened, Sal? I joked around that maybe like so, so many of these kicks were so bad that now guys are celebrating just near misses. I thought that that's what's going on. But you know what it did? It hit the flag. And yeah. I think that that threw him off a little bit. The flag is clearly outside, or in this case, was outside the uh, upright. 
but he, he went bananas. Like it, That's I, I so still funny. don't think he thinks he, he missed it. That game was very entertaining. So that then something I know I've never seen before and house hadn't seen it either. The mm. Browns need the chargers to score so they can get the ball back. Yeah. They hand off to Eckler with like a minute left. The chargers trying to run out of the clock and the Browns run behind him and then propel him into the end zone. It was a self touchdown. After he he successfully did the slide down, then mm-hmm. they give it to him again, and he's upright long enough for the Browns to basically hijack him and and carry him in. It's ma- right. magnificent. I was so thrilled by it. I don't know why they didn't take a knee. The play before, you're right. He had the wherewithal to go down, and then the, they hand off to him, and like, yeah, of course they're going to launch you into the end zone if you're get if you're getting the ball and not going down. But then I'm like. Why am I rooting for them to take a knee? Every kicker in the league has missed four field goals today. Is that right. really what we're going to settle on? So I'm, I'm not even sure what the right decision is there. I, I don't know what to make of the kicking. On the one hand, we have guys. Let's we, get rid of it. No, no. But we had like a 66 yarder to win a game. We've mm-hmm. had at least five or six 52 to 56 yarders to win games. And then we'll have these dudes that are missing 30 yarders and extra points and it's just all over the map. I don't, but, it, it somehow got better and worse. Yeah. As aggressive as coaches are, we've not seen the, these long field goals attempted, right? We're seeing 55 yarders every time. If you got the eight box on in the morning, you, you're seeing one every three or four minutes of 54, 55 yarder attempted. Well, we're also seeing a lot more aggressive play on fourth down. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I didn't sit down and, and run the numbers, but it looked like there was a half dozen different uh, times today where teams went for for it on fourth down on the other side of the 50-yard line. And that the announcers always go, but oh my God, this is so, con-, especially the color It's guys. gone too far. This is so right. contrary to our, our conventional right, right, right. way of doing it. Now, you know, there there is uh, decent analytics. A lot of body of work out there. Studies is go, go as far back as the innovative mm-hmm. guy from Pulaski Academy, the guy <laughs> uh, Kevin Kelly or whatever his name was. Who oh, never punted the non-punter guy, and so there is a body of work out there that supports you know the the basic proposition of you know yeah. you go for it a lot more aggressive than than um, we've been led to believe is acceptable. But th- it feels well, like wonder, there's a sea change. Cause I wonder if it's like stolen bases. Like when we were growing up, Ricky Henderson would have a hundred, right? Vince Coleman would have uh, a bunch, and they just went away because they figured out that. You could score on a double from first, but yeah. I wonder if that's what's going to happen with extra points. I mean, everything we just talked about, long field goals, whatever, extra points can't be missed though, like they were today. That That's ridiculous. And I just think maybe teams should just always go for two. How hard is that? You're probably going to convert one out of two, right? Well, you and, could uh, argue just, they the Chargers should have done that a couple times in absolutely. that game. It's not like the Browns yeah. were ever stopping them. House is right. The Chargers should never, ever kick. They shouldn't even really kick off. They should just blow the ball off the tee, whatever they want to do. Don't use a kicker anymore. I have good news for both of you guys. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is brought to you by Uber Eats. Mm. Uber Eats makes any game better. The guy you cover is special game day deals throughout the NFL season. So you know you have something satisfying to look forward to. Even if the games don't go how you expected them to go. Today, House and I had salads. (laughs) We went (laughs) super healthy. I only expected the games to go. And then we we got a dinner uh, from a vegan place. And House, instead of watching the KC Bills game, was was Googling about the effect of soy on on male genitals for about an hour. It was oh, no. completely not watching. No, no, I know it's good for my prostate. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, can we bet anyway, on that? You can't even bet on that, can you? No. Right. Uber Eats is is 
It's just great. It's there for you. You time it. Usually the places they start opening, if you're on the West Coast time around 11 o'clock, you get the food. No matter what goes down on game day, you can always enjoy the food. Tonight, I'll be eating Uber Eats, the official on-demand food delivery partner of the NFL Uber Eats, bringing you game day deals all season order now. Uh, before we do guess the line, Sal, mm-hmm. I'll give you 40 seconds to complain about the correctly interpreted ground rule double in the Red Sox game that brought a tsunami of hatred against the Boston teams. Yet again, it's the Boston team's fault that a correctly interpreted rule, which as Look, it's the fine. great Twitter account, Red Sox stats pointed out, Kevin Cash, when it happened to Tampa two years ago, they were on defense, same thing. Kevin Cash came out, argued, and, and the call got overturned, and it was a ground rule double guy, only got to advance third. This is the rule, Sal. I'm sorry. Look, you're right. Just change the rule. I'm, I know, I know. It just happens that, that your team benefits from all this shit all the time. Like, this is a tuck rule of baseball, but when the ball bounces off the wall and then you could got, you could actually guide it with your chest over the fence. I know no one's going to do this, or if you headbutt it over the fence, you can keep the guy at third base it's when good, you started it first. smart play. It's ri- ridiculous. No, it's ridiculous. Come on, give me a break. They use discretion. When the ball gets stuck in a fence, they're allowed to you move the runners how they think it would have ended up. I don't understand why they got on with New York. And by the way, when they say, well, they're going to be talking to New York. No, New York hates Boston. I don't know. No, whatever <laughs> idiots on the end of that phone call is going to screw Boston. So they didn't call New York. Boston wins. All right. They won the two run homer in the bottom of the 13th. So it probably didn't matter. But for God's sakes, look at your team now. Now, now you're into them. Now, after you said it was all gravy after the Yankees. Now you're really pissed off when they lose and when it's close and things no, like we're, that. We're, we're, we have to win three rounds or we're in the World Series. Of course, I'm going to be invested. It's just like you saw today. They barely have enough pitchers to bring it to a close. They brought in Hansel Robles in the eighth inning to go through what the What happened to you dying order. in peace? You wrote a book that now I could die in peace. Could we, do we have a book burning party? What are we doing? Why do you even care about this team anymore? You died in peace. What do you, you won a bunch of Cowboys Super Bowls in the 90s. Why do you care? I don't remember. I can't remember that. I, I really no like this Red Sox team. I was invested this season. I bet the over. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. After we beat the Yankees, everything else was gravy. But now we have a chance to finish off this incredible race team. It's really good. I think we could marathon day tomorrow. I'm feeling good, House. House's eyes were glazing over by... He was the only one who wasn't excited that we we're in the 13th inning and everyone was running out of pitchers. I was not prepared yeah. for a six-hour fucking baseball well, game today. Well, we have three it's other the, TVs. It's week five of the, of the NFL. We have a bunch of, Christ, of top, top teams out there. He was choking, choking off cabbage. He couldn't actually see straight. No, I, I, you have to be most surprised with your bullpen, right? Like that they're keeping you in these games. Six and seven guys are well, Pavetta out there. Yeah. The Pavetta thing today was, you know, that guy has been hit or miss all year. Right. More miss than hit, but man, he was energized. You never know when you get to October. House, your team won a couple years ago. Those, the t- intensity, the electricity, the crowd, some guys actually get better. And you're like, I was watching you for six months and you weren't doing this. And yeah. And now your fastball is two miles an hour faster and you're hitting locations. And and then there's other guys like Rosarena who I had on my keeper team who was like a 270 hitter all year. And then he gets to the playoffs. And he's like Willie Mays. That's the yeah. guy you knocked down when he was running the second base and no interference was called. That, that yeah, guy, Schwarber right? yeah. got in his way yeah, a little yeah, bit. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Wait, what dog do you have in this race? Hey, so, you're rooting for Tampa. I, don't, I you care about Tampa. I just need my Yankees and Red Sox fans to friends to go away. That's all I need. It's fine. Oh my god. Well, you you're gonna be in the same boat with your Cowboys. We should um we should talk about that because House and I were arguing about what the marquee game of the week should be. Week six lines. Mm-hmm. I won last week, right? Yeah, you're up three to two. I'm up now three to two. We're but counting it. We're we're going head to head to head here, right? Yeah, yeah. If house wins, then we house both wins, get it's a, a loss. Dead week. Yeah. Okay. Am I allowed to have some meat if I win? Can I have a piece of meat? <laughs> house, I'm gonna send you meat after this. I swear yeah, to God. Thank you, cuz. We're gonna get you an impossible burger house. Yeah. <laughs> and some soy chicken nuggets. Fucking California. Um, house is going back to Loteria at the airport. <laughs> enough. I did see that as I was walking out. Mental note. <laughs> oh, before we did guess the lines, I had a question. Yeah. So when I always do my power polls, I would always have the sleeper. So I'd have like the favorite, the contenders, and the sleeper in the top three categories, right? I would say the favorite would now be the Bills, right? Just this week. Sure. I'm yes. not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl. I'm saying right now, yeah. I think the Bills are the favorite. The contenders, Arizona, Chargers, Rams, Tampa, Dallas, and KC has to be in there even though they're two and three. Who's the mm-hmm. sleeper? Would you say KC is the sleeper now? We just put KC in with the contenders. No, but I'm saying <laughs> if you pull them out of the contenders and make KC the actual sleeper because everybody's like, they're done, no defense. Are they now a sleeper or are they still a contender? What's See, this verdict? is what I mean. We talked about like eight teams are very good. Like I, now you're asking me to pull from the pool of um, nine to 32 and I don't think I don't see any team in there as a sleeper. All right, you so, want to say... All right, so sleeper I mean, you don't, Cle- you don't have Cleveland in there, right? You yeah, so Cleveland? sleeper possibles would be yeah, Cleveland, Cleveland, Green Bay, yeah. Baltimore, San Francisco, maybe Carolina, hmm. if McCaffrey comes back. I would say those are the sleeper. And I don't feel like any of them are like, uh-oh, I, sleeper. I think... Yep. I mean, Cleveland's not a sleeper. Cleveland's good. Cleveland belongs with the contenders, I think. Yeah, and Green Bay could get a one seed in the NFC. They really can't. They're just, uh, I mean, that that last New Orleans game was basically the final preseason game after that first New Orleans. All game. right, so we have no sleeper. No, that's what I mean. It's all, it's and all I don't chalk. even necessarily feel like we have a favorite. I would put Buffalo in there, but I don't feel like Buffalo is like, oh yeah, Buffalo put them in. Yeah, we're good. So, we don't have right. to be one of those people. It's only week six. All right. Thanks for not really having an answer for me. <laughs> all right, the Chicago Bears. Oh, no, there we go. Week. There There's our sleeper. <laughs> good defense. Chicago Bears could be. Defense. They could be in first place this week if they beat the Packers. I know that's not your marquee game, but um, yeah, why not? Why the hell not? They proved that they have a running game even without Montgomery. Those two guys that uh, everyone picked up from, on their waiver wire had like 130 combined. The quarterback's not terrible. He's, he's you know he's learning to make fewer mistakes, and their defense. Roquan Smith had a monster game today, and Khalil Mack is stepping up. Like, I think they're right, right in there with everybody. I like when Nagy, when basically the reason he gets hired is he's an offensive guru, right? Yeah. Their offense is terrible with multiple quarterbacks. And mm-hmm. then finally he does this game with Fields where he it's just absolute an abomination of coaching. They, right. He discreetly gives the play calling to th- this other guy, Bill Lazor. In the mm-hmm. dead of night. So now it's like you watch Nagy on the sidelines and you go, this was your only specialty was, was you were an offensive girl. You're now no longer calling the plays. Right. <laughs> why are you here? What, yeah. What are you? It's like the Jason Garrett syndrome all over again. It's, it's exactly like, what happened. What, what's your yeah. job? Yeah. You have no duties now. It's unbelievable. Have we seen <laughs> Nagy clap? In. 
Is he? Does he clap <laughs> at all? He's got to work on his clapping. Simmons, you and I said he'd be gone by week seven. We're gonna. I'm gonna lose gonna... a lot of money on the Bears this year, and I'm here for it because it'll help my guy Jason Goff's podcast if the Bears are good. But yeah, I'm losing Bears. I had the under. I had who's Nagy the first, for first coach, coach fired, fired now? If it's now, if it's not Gruden, who who is the first coach fired? Is it this Bengals guy, Zach well, Taylor? Does Urban Meyer does he cash in that bet if he just doesn't show up for work this week? I think so. I think so. Yeah, that, if, when that counts as up. fired. Resignation counts as fired. What if it's not even a resignation? What if he just disappears for like four days? Like Kendall, he's like Kendall Roy. He pulls a Kyrie. No, he's like Kendall Roy. He's <laughs> oh. just in New Mexico in some <laughs> some safe house. Kendall Roy sounds a lot like Kyrie if you put them together. Yeah, they are kind of the same. Uh, yeah, I think if you're dismissed, you're fired. Or if we've come to terms, whatever, releasing, however they worded. So fired. fired, it shouldn't be first coach fired. It should be first right. coach relieved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First coaching change or whatever it is, yeah. I, the Nagy thing kills me. Every time they show him on the sideline, I'm dying. It would be like if I did such a bad job hosting this podcast Mm-hmm. that Spotify was like, we've decided to relieve your hosting duties, <laughs> but you're still going to be in the podcast. Cool. Okay. Right. And then it was <laughs> just somebody else hosting it. And I'm kind of here holding a clipboard <laughs> with, yeah. with to be called into my own podcast. The Bill Simmons <laughs> podcast brought to you by Chris Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Ryan's now hosting it. I'm over here and I have a clipboard. I'm good. <laughs> Bill's uh, helping Kyle dig out the audio, but yeah, you'll never hear from him. Yeah. Congratulations, Matt Nag. You really did it. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe Spring. On the way, warmer temperatures, more time outside, more time away from your home. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you're doing what you can to protect your place and get a Simply Safe home security system, comprehensive protection for your whole home, a great way to keep you and your loved ones safe. What if you're going out for Easter for six hours? You don't think the burglars are going to figure that out? That y'all, y'all packed up your car at like 1130 on Easter and you drove off somewhere? Yeah, all they need is an hour. I'm not the only one singing Simply Safe's praises. Simply Safe, named best home security system in 2024 by US News and World Report, recognized for the best customer service in home security by Newsweek. Protect your home today. I use Simply Safe and love it. My listeners get a special 20% off any new Simply Safe system when they sign up for Fast Protect monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com/bs. Don't wait. That is simplysafe.com/bs. Guess the lines, week six. We have a really good Thursday night game again. Bucks, All right, now listen, I, I've, I've picked 10 in a row on Fox. I mean, it's getting, and no one at, at the network acknowledges it even a little bit. They make fun of me that I'm so into it. But for, for God's sakes, 10 in a row. And if you money line, par, no one would ever do this, but if you money line parlayed those winners, it's 144 to one odds. And I got, I only picked straight up. So this is, um, this is kind of easy one, right? Tampa and Philly. My favorite thing about the cuz mm. is it's 80% a bit, but 20% deep down, he does feel like this should be on the front page of every 20. newspaper that he's done 10 20. in a row. 30%? <laughs> like, well, how what many do you think? 12 in a row before you, you actually call the head of Fox and being like, what the fuck? Do you realize I have 12 in a row? Do you realize how hard this is? I do get mad. I did this with ESPN. I was like, I remember. And, and Yahoo wrote a story about it. I'm like, hey, you're getting scooped by your competition here. They're like, well, we don't like to celebrate you too much. We're still the you know, ESPN still thing was way more impressive. Ten in a row what? for this is good, but your ESPN, <laughs> that clip you were on was such a heater. Uh, this is not about me, but I'm just saying, for God's sake, they should <laughs> they have me on to pick games. You know, like I, I do a better job than Terry does reading the prompter. I don't know. I'm gonna get fired from this. Fuck. Fuck. 
Fox has decided to replace you with Matt Nagy. <laughs> He's right. going to hold a clipboard and not have an opinion That's on fine. Thursday we'll night switch game. Jobs. Uh, so this is in Philly. Yep. I think the Bucks are favored. And I think they're going to be favored by three and a half points, House. Ooh. What do you have? Holy cow. Way more than that. I I have the, the Bucks. Be, Philly won, and that was a surprising win. And, you know, the darling, early season darling, Carolina Panthers. I mean, they have injuries. Darnold threw a pick that was, like, very familiar, felt like. Yeah. But I, yeah, I still, regressed. you know, Tampa by six it would be is my guess. How so you don't get yeah. five minutes for your answers? It's usually like a twenty six. <laughs> right, right. Tampa minus six. It's not a, it's not a fellow. At Philly, Tampa minus six, right? All right. House and I get it because I said seven. And yeah, maybe Simmons, maybe you should set, step away from your own podcast. That was a very bad line. What do you why do you think three and a half? Tampa just punishes all these mediocre teams. Tampa has no secondary at all. Yeah. None to speak of. And I think Philly, I think the last couple of weeks, they've actually been pretty impressive. They've been able to move the ball when they needed to. I don't know I think how they're able they to score in Tampa. I'm with you, House. I don't know. I, I look at those stats and Hurts and how he did it. He had 198 passing yards. They had 91 rushing. Panthers couldn't cover a, a safety. It ended up being a safety. Should have been a touchdown. I don't like this Philly team. We saw something unbelievable today from Miles Sanders. Eagles had the lead late. They're up three. Yeah, runs out of bounds. I think on consecutive plays, twice, twice right? Yeah, yes. he did it twice. Yep. Yeah, both they times. They didn't yell at him to the second time. Yeah, didn't seem aware of anything at all. And then they came out of a commercial or something, and the running back coach was yelling at him the same way like I yell at my son when he leaves. Right. You know, the half and half out for eight hours in the counter. He's <laughs> right. just like, like Miles. We're winning. We're, the goal is to get them to use your timeouts. You've been playing football your whole life. Like, what your are you doing? Son, your son doesn't drink half and half. Come yeah, on. Yeah, he doesn't. Unless half of it is vodka, then I don't know what the other half is. <laughs> <Yeah>. Parent corner? <laughs> Parent corner. That's right. All right, here we go. Sunday marquee. House said, this is bullshit. This is a hometown job that I picked this for Sunday marquee. But my point is, when was the last time we had a Cowboys-Pats game since we've done guest the Lions, where Sal's been in the driver's seat with the right. two football teams. This is I am. this is Sal's time to shine. It's a Sal Marquis game. I am in the driver's seat. I am driving a Nissan, a souped-up Nissan. No, I don't know what I'm driving, but yeah, <laughs> I love this. I go, I go way high on these Cowboys lines, but go ahead. What do you think? I had uh Cowboys in New England by three points. Right. I, I like the Cowboys by four. All right, you and Simmons split this one because I said five. Now, this will go to five. It is three and a half right now, but it will go up. Who's taking New England here? You can't keep up with us. It's As I said, we, we we can't block. Mm -hmm. We um, don't make big plays, mm -hmm. and we can't get stops, and we lose the turnover battle every week. Right. There's There's a lot. I'm on different Pats threads right now with multiple people. Nora was the one who first wrote about this in the ringer. It had been floating around and she did a good job. Are you counting Ken, Hench has multiple personalities? So, but is he on more than one? Um, he, but Hench is chain? on multiple threads. He, he is. is. Okay. Yeah. That Belichick, he's just lost so many coaches that one of the reasons he likes having his two sons as the coaching staff is because your, your sons will be two of the coaches that will never leave. But right. that we used to have this incredible coaching advantage 
where Belichick, you know, the greatest coach of all time. And then we would always have at least three or four assistants who had a chance to get hired. Yeah. And now it's basically like his sons and some other guys and Josh McDaniels who can't get hired anymore. And, and we just look sloppy. We fumbled in, I think, every game. I think every running back we have has fumbled at this point. And over and over again, it's just like, it's it's just been a very unpatriots kind of first five games. Yeah, and that's got to gotta be last right. Year, I'm, every team that wins a Super Bowl loses at least one of their coordinators, and you never had to deal with that. So I think you're exactly right. There's no question. Well, we we would lose. We lost, you know, way back when we lost Charlie Weiss and Romeo yeah. Cornell. Mm-hmm. We, they were always able to replenish and replace. And then I think when when Flores left, that was a really tough one because Patricia had left. Flores was the new DC. Mm-hmm. effectively DC, you know, they weren't calling it that. And then he was gone. And at some point you just kind of run out. I mean, Sal, you, you know what it's like to have terrible coaches house. <laughs> how many head coaches have you had this century? Oh my God. 415. Yeah. It's just, it's very, it's, it's, there's a different feel to this Patriots thing where it's like, yeah. why can't we block? Why do we keep turning the ball over? Why are the running backs so sloppy with it? So anyway, All right. I'm not going to feel uh, bad for you. Are you waiting for us to feel bad for you? You had the best quarterback and the best coach for two decades. Like, I don't know where. Yeah. I'm not asking for sympathy. Yeah. I'm just saying that we live in a world where the Cowboys are three and a half point favorites in New England and Mm -hmm. the line might be too low. Yeah. The the, the best coach in NFL history hasn't uh, had a winning season since his quarterback left. Yeah. You'll get a a phony ground rule double call in the fourth quarter and that'll be that you'll cover at least well fine. i've heard they're going to um actually have electric current running through the pylons <laughs> he saw what happened with zeke really wants to injure him this time squirting around. soup out of the top like a geyser yeah, yeah. the uh yeah, watchables we got five watchable games mm-hmm. ravens chargers which house thought should have been the marquee game that's a great game the chargers are really uh the most fun AFC team, even though we have a lot of fun AFC teams. This is in yep. Baltimore. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow night with the uh, Ravens, obviously, but I'm guessing nothing too crazy happens. I have Ravens by three. I think this is a field goal game. What do you have, House? I'll just do Ravens by one. I mean, that that Chargers mm. team is so complete, both sides of the ball. I understand, you know, where they win by, they cover. If the Ravens cover tomorrow, then it makes sense for them by one. If they, if they, you know, something happens, the Colts, mm-hmm. then, then it'll be, Charles will be favored, I think. All right, I get this one for myself. Uh, three and a half is the answer. That's wow. Mm. Ravens by three more. and a half. Yeah, wow. it looks a little sucker betty, right? I think everybody's on the Chargers right now. Although it will be a short week for the Ravens. I don't know what Let's talk this out. I, I, that, I just saw it on a neutral field. I think the Chargers are a better team. Now, are they... Are we just waiting for them to go back to being the Chargers at least for one week where they blow a game that they shouldn't win or they should win and they don't? We're just waiting for I feel for like that that's in their rearview mirror. Yeah. Well, House and I were talking today about how the Browns were just running right up the Chargers' ass for four quarters. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is a real issue. Like, they can't stop the run. And House said, well, this is really the only team that can do this the way the Browns... The Browns were, like, running for, it felt like, 10 yards a carry. Right. The Ravens potentially could do this if they could figure out out of the 17 running backs they have, mm-hmm. they can figure out somebody beyond Lamar who could be a consistent running thing. They'll be able to run on the Chargers too, you would think. Yeah. 
I'll say this, and we never look at it this way. We're trying to figure out why this is more. And you're right. They're probably the same on the neutral field. It's probably at least even maybe charges by one. Uh, are they counting the kicking difference here? Is Tucker mm. like a one oh, and a wow. half point difference for charges who you don't even know who's going to kick or if they are going to kick next week? Could be. First time. So, Great point. So Thank that's you. why you make the big bucks. Thank Points you. like oh. that. The, the oh. field goal kickers, you're right. That's the Tucker two it's and a, a half. Seven and, it's like a seven and a half point swing between the two kickers. Who's yeah. the Chargers guy? What's his name? Vizcaino. Vizcaino, man. Vizcaino get lost though. <laughs> not a not a lot of uh, <laughs> not a lot of confidence in Vizcaino when he goes no. out. They should just show the sidelines during the kicks like a split screen of the guy of the guys trying to get mad. You know the poor guys of the defense or Herbert. Right. Um, all right. Next game. I think this is a watchable. It's Packers at Chicago. This is for first place. This is a fun game. If they, you know, if they can get anything out of Fields in this game with his legs, which mm -hmm. I think they were, they they were just very careful with him in this Raiders game. Maybe they're going to try to unleash him in the Packers game. But just in general, like really physical defense, kind of an old school Bears team. It's a twenty to seventeen, seventeen to fourteen. They, those are the games they want to be. And can they knock around Pretty Boy Rogers? It's a yeah. fun one. I have the Packers three and a half point favorites in Chicago house. In Chicago, three and a half. It's a pretty good one. You can That's you can good borrow that number if you want. I'll, I I I like to be different. I'll just say three Packers by three. Oh, uh, you should have said four. It's four and a half. So Simmons ah. and I Simmons and I split that one. Mm. But you're right. So what? So this did this count as the screwy Packers game? But this is kind of the same situation. Except obviously division rival, oldest rivalry, all that stuff. But you went in on the road, three point, three and a half point favorite. I just don't know what Packers team we're going to see if the, if they're bullcrap, non aggressive uh, like we saw with Lafleur running on third and threes. Then uh, then it could be down to the wire here. And Jair Alexander, we'll see if he plays too. Yeah. Next one, watchable. Chiefs Washington. It's in Washington. There's going to be plenty of Chiefs fans there. I think this has to go in the watchables because I think the Chiefs now every week are in the watchables until we see what mm. the F is going on with them. Not to mention their defense literally can't stop anybody. This could be a game where, I mean, <laughs> conceivably you could pick up Heineke in your fantasy league this week and not feel like a complete schmuck if you need a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. yeah you might you feel like a, like a little schmuck, half schmuck. Well, well what if you're the guy with Russell Wilson and you're like, I need a quarterback and they're all taken and you're like, all right, Heineke against Chiefs, maybe. Right, yeah, uh, he's not gonna he's not gonna put up ten fantasy points. That's for damn sure against this team. But um, I still want permission. Well, give your lines, and then I want House's permission on something. I couldn't decide if this was out of the teasable zone, which is hmm. nine points. So I put it right under. I have Chiefs by eight and a half. Oh, good, good, because I, I, yeah, I have eight. I like Chiefs by eight. All right, I'm gonna get this them? one. Yes. I said se I said seven and a half. It's only six and a half. Oh. I want your permission, House. I want your permission that we could put this on our monster team, much like we did a couple weeks ago when the Chiefs went to the Eagles after they lost two in a row. I get what you're saying. Heineke could have the game of his life, but I don't think they have 42 points. They do not. And it, that Eagles game this. is a very good yes. uh, um, marker for what kind Thank of... You. This is like a 44-28 mm -hmm. or a you know 51... The, the, the why we don't have to talk about the Washington defense anymore. They gave right. up a hail mary 
on the last play of the first half where nobody not, jumped, not one. And and then the, then the Washington said we were expecting them to try be trying for a field goal. So we were playing to defend the field goal. It not, was terrible. Not the end zone. It was awful. <laughs> um, all right. So I have your permission. Then. That's you one, have my, that's Oh my life. God. I'm going to join you. I'm on okay, it with go. you. All right. Good. Contact I'm only going to raise this red flag. The teasers no, have been really reliable this season. And oh, that's a red flag. Don't jinx them. Yeah, yeah. teasers. Oh. There's season. been multiple pull the tease out of the deep recesses of your rectum wins. There's also been some that that Rams uh, Seahawks. Anybody who had Seahawks plus eight and a half, like me. Thursday night, <laughs> that did not end in a play. No, but you're, way. but you're not winning a game where Geno Smith has to come in to save your tees. Eight and a half, he was right there. Sean McVay made five bad decisions to 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 give the Rams that that opportunity. Oh my god, I can't wait till we get to the Geno Smith game. I can't. I've been dying to have that conversation with both of you. Uh, all right, I think the Chiefs are a tease, and uh, uh, they're not going four. two and four. Not then. It can't happen just yet. They Panthers are home for the Vikings. Ugh. I put this in the watchables. I think these are two teams that uh, the Vikings, their offense has been a little impotent the last couple couple weeks. Panthers, Chuba Hubbard came in for McCaffrey. Um, w- really winnable. That's one of those where they got to look back at that Eagles game, what, six, seven, eight weeks ago when they're fighting for a playoff spot yes. and going, oh my God, how did that fucking Eagles game. Yeah. I don't know how yeah, they just lost awful. it. I had it basically penciled in, not, not on a Sharpie, but a pencil. That they were done. There were no way they were losing the Eagles, and then they ended up losing. Uh, I have the Panthers by, I'm going to say three and a half against the Vikings. What do you have, House? Oh, I'm just going to say the Panthers by one. It's in I Carolina. Got sick, I got sick of thinking about this. I, I, I couldn't take it anymore. So I said, pick them. And uh, House is right. It's one and a half. So he gets that a Wow. I mean, this is watchable until it's 13-9 the fourth quarter. And then you're like, all right, I got to find another game to put on the... Wait, so Vegas is saying the Vikings on a neutral field are better than the Panthers? I guess so. I I guess so, despite the two and three. I mean, Darnold has five picks in the last two weeks. I mean, it's what you believe. Is he going back to what he was, even with McCaffrey? Defense is solid, though. Darnold was bad today. Darnold was bad. Darnold was like... (laughs) He was in our in our keeper league. Was in a fantasy trade. Somebody traded for Sam Darnold. I think oh, I the saw wire that. hangers in our league, right? To, to actually start Sam Darnold, and now yeah, the that, wheels have come off. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he just doesn't. Um, he didn't seem like he had any interest in ever leaving the pocket, despite what didn't matter what was going on around him. It's weird. Him versus Cousins is a classic. Just something's missing, and you can't put your finger on it. Quarterback game. I think he saw the Eagles uniforms and reminded him of the Jets, and he just freaked out a little bit. I mean, he saw the has the problems with ghosts. Yeah. Last one also could have been a marquee game. Browns home for the Cardinals. Yeah. That's the best game of the weekend, I this think. This is the best one, Simmons. This is a yeah. nine and one combined record, these two. Hey, I know it's the best one. Oh, but am I wrong? I no, wanted no, no. to pay Cleveland's homage to you. Losses. I got 15 you. years, you finally have the upper hand in a Cowboys Pats game. I, I thought <laughs> I'd be a nice You're guy, right. and now I'm a dick. You're right. No, no, you're right. House, shut up. He did the right thing. Yeah, shut up, House. Browns, <laughs> Cardinals. I think it's going to be Browns two and a half. I don't think it's quite a three. I think neutral field Cardinals a tiny bit better. I got Browns two and a half. Where it's Browns at home? Yeah. I like that number. I'll say Browns two. 
All right. Simmons and I split it. It is Browns three. I said three and a half. Okay. So you said two and a half. I said three mm. and a half. Browns three. That's a good one. It's a That's really good damn one. good one. What, uh, how you feeling about Baker these days, though? Honestly, like, I, I just, this is probably one of his best games, right? And against a Chargers team that doesn't allow yards to any of these quarterbacks, they played your team, right, House? All right, whatever, Heineke. Uh, they kept Mahomes on there, even losing to Dallas. They kept Dak under like 220 yards. Carr had like 1,200 yards in th- four games or three games. They kept him under 200 yards. So this is a good defense. And he, he did the one thing he can't do is that last drive. That's the one thing we can't get out of him, right? You don't really trust him. If I listed 12 quarterbacks, all playoff contenders, he would be in the bottom. He'd be 10th, 11th, or 12th if he had the ball with two minutes left down five, right? Yeah, there's a weirdly comforting, if you like the other team, when Baker has to go basically 70 yards yeah. with four minutes left. I just don't feel like he's coming through. Yeah, your buddies Chubb, Hunt, yeah, you could throw screen passes to them, but now you're going to burn all your time. So, yeah. We're going to take one more break and then we're going to do the barely watchables. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. I love the NBA. When game day comes around, win or lose, this is the beer you want. Michelob Ultra, my go-to right now because I'm a light beer guy. Sorry, hate to break it to you. You know, I'll mess around with some other ones, but for the most part, really ever since college, I've been a light beer guy. Michelob Ultra, not only does it taste great, 95 calories, crisp and refreshing. Put it in your fridge. Watch how people just grab it. All of a sudden, they're gone. I also like Michelob Ultra because they're getting fans closer to the game right now than ever before with exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like signed memorabilia and courtside seats. Enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. This episode is brought to you by Verbo. You know, it is already stressful enough to deal with airports, delayed flights, bad weather. You want your actual where you're staying experience to be perfect, to be lights out. You don't want to have to worry about anything. When you book a vacation rental, you want to know exactly what you're paying ahead of time. The stress of getting hit with unexpected cleaning fees after your stay that can immediately cancel out all the great time you just spent unwinding. Thankfully, when you book with Verbo, you can see the total price upfront. There are no unpleasant surprises and the savings do not stop there, my friends. When you book with Verbo, you earn 2% cash back toward your next vacation through the One Key Rewards program, letting your money do the work for you while you've got your feet up. So while other vacation rentals can feel like a roll of the dice, relax knowing you booked a Verbo. Book your next private vacation rental in the Verbo app. All right, barely watchables. Giants are home. I have no idea who's on the Giants next week. The Danny Dimes thing was rough. Mm -hmm. That was uh, about as concussed as we've seen somebody in a football game who wasn't just... I don't like that down. when they're when they're uh, they're just like stumbling to the line of scrimmage. That's not good. And Barkley's ankle looks awful. Mm. Galladay got hurt. All of a sudden, Tony, who's now I think there's going to be a run of Tony jerseys in the Giants. He was amazing. Then got mm-hmm. thrown out for punching somebody. Yeah, um, it was a total challenging Tony experience. Tyson Fury, uh, in addition to being the leading receiver. Right. Uh, I have the Rams laying nine points to the football giants in New Jersey. Is this like an afternoon? What would, do we know what time of a day that this game it's is? It's early. Yeah, it's, it's early. early. Yep. And the, the Rams, 
uh, had Thursday night, so a little extra rest. Ten days. Yeah, they'll okay. have ten days. So, so they're, 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 the the West Coast to East Coast isn't going to be a factor. I shouldn't double digits. This is at least ten. Rams by ten. I love house. You got it. I said eight and a half. You said nine, Simmons. Uh, you said ten. It's ten and a half. And mm. it was six and a half like before the game, like when they do lines before the game. That So that's how much Dimes went and makes a difference. So Dimes, I guess, is really out of it, right? I mean, he's really out. Yeah. yeah that's too bad. Be. This would have been a fun game. I mean, I certainly wouldn't be pumped about having Danny Dimes as my quarterback for the next 15 years, but he was right. kind of frisky this season. He was, you know, he, they were at least moving the ball a little bit with him. He was okay. Kadarius Broncos. Broncos home for the Raiders. Speaking of quarterbacks who don't instill a ton of confidence in you when they're uh, trying for the game-tying touchdown with four minutes left, <laughs> Teddy B going against our guy Carr, who was really feeling great two weeks ago, so or a week ago. Mm -hmm. Rough week for the Raiders. Now Carr got called out by Bosa. Looked like crap again today. Mm -hmm. um, had a couple of dumb drops that weren't his fault, but for the most part, that Raiders team just has the look of, like, run away. Yeah. Is it fair to say this could be a loser leaves town match? I was just going to say it, it It probably is in the playoff uh, world, or the way we look at it. Losers three and three, winners four and two. I still bet Denver to not make the playoffs at plus 106 before today. I, I, I still love that. But the, the way you pointed it out today, crap, there aren't seven teams. They might get him just doing nothing the rest of the way. Yeah, it's weird to say week six is a loser leaves town, but. Mm -hmm. I think one of these teams has to get to 10 wins to make the playoffs. And if you're three and three, that means you're not going to keep beating the chiefs. Either yeah. of them, right? They still they have got the some chargers, chargers games left. Yeah. I have, uh, the Broncos at home favored by three over the Raiders house. I'm, I'm just going to say three and a half to be different, but I think the number is three. I agree. It should have been the same. It should be a follower house all the time. Simmons and I are right. We're both at three. Yeah, three is the number. Yeah. All right, so we split that one, Sal. Yep. Our Poop Fecta has three wonderful games. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm moving actually one of them. I'm I'm moving the Bengals-Lions into barely watchables because I kind of enjoy both of those teams. So we have two in the mm -hmm. Poop Fecta. Bengals uh, at Detroit. Detroit has been... You can't call them the good bad team because they're not good, but they're kind of like the frisky bad team. Mm -hmm. They're just kind of lingering. You have to cut their head off to finish the game against them. And uh, I don't like this spot for the Bengals. The Lions, it just looks like they're inching closer and closer to a win, whereas you look like a team like the Jaguars and they're inching further and further away from a win. Mm -hmm. I think the Bengals have to be favored by three, and I kind of like the Lions, and that is my pick. What do you have, House? You can say three. Just take it. Go for the push. <laughs> I don't want to. I'll say the Bengals by two. Oh, wow. The last one, he, we both said three, and he said three. And, you should have said three and a half. It three is three and a half. And a half. Mm. Yeah. Three and a half. Simmons and I take that. Uh, I think you're right. I think, I think Detroit, they have to win eventually. So I'm trying to think out of them and Miami-Jacksonville, which we're going to talk about in a second, who wins first? It just seems like Goff ha has to be able to figure it out at some point. Our worst five teams of the year right now, Jets, Detroit, Houston, Jacksonville, have to be four of the five. Mm -hmm. For the fifth spot, would you say Giants or Atlanta? 
Atlanta's two and three. Uh, somehow. Atlanta beat the Giants. So yeah, that, isn't Atlanta that so it has them. to be. It's, yeah. it's got to beat the Giants. Uh, although, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I guess we'll have to see Indianapolis, but even, no matter what, they'll be better than the Giants, right? Atlanta finally started throwing the pits at least. Yeah. Poop Fecta, Dolphins at the Jags. It's not, you know, this is in London, right? Uh, I did it, Sal. You did it. I finally I did proud it. Of you, last it week. <laughs> you knew the Red Sox would come back to haunt me. <laughs> Well, anyway, oh, I think boy. that it's, it's barely, it has to be, even though you're right, it's a poop factor, but it's also a barely watchable because even when you're watching, you're barely watching. It's 630 in the morning yeah. and you got a, an eye and a half closed at it too. And I'm starting to get mad at these London games, right? It's like with the Jets, all right, here's the Jets and the Falcons. One, we're going to send you one bag of crap and then uh, another bag of like brownies, but it's going to turn into crap in the fourth quarter. Like this is, if you were on with customer service with AT&T for an hour, you're like, hey, you wasted an hour of my life. Why aren't we angrier with the NFL for making us wake up at 6.15 in the morning to catch these dumb games? <sighs> um, That's this it. is Come an on. awful game. I'm going <laughs> to absolutely sleep for the first half of it. I'm going to wake up and one of the teams will be up 17 nothing. like what happened today. And I have no idea mm-hmm. which one. I'm going to say Dolphins by... I'm going to stick with my guess with when I thought it was the Jacksonville Dolphins by five and a half. Ooh. What do you have, Hass? They have lap dances in, in London. Yeah. <laughs> they do. They have pubs All and right. cell phones. He might stay there for months. Then I, 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 I like him by six. Wow, you guys went high. I said three and a half. It's three. Three. Sure. That's I, a dumb I line. gave three points for the lap dance. That's stupid. Dolphins this is three points better than the Jags. Come on. That that's basically saying that on a neutral field, they're only a field goal better. It's we consider this a neutral field, right? This isn't like a Jaguars home game, or there are more Jags fans it's in England. It's literally wow. a neutral field. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's so it is a neutral field. So they're only yeah. a field goal better than the Jags. That's they've been pretty they're bad. six points better. They've been pretty damn bad, Miami. I don't know. I I I I trust their quarterback more, but not been lighting it up lately. Maybe I'm not betting this game. Next one, Colts. I just Texans. say, you know, the other thing with the London game is there's always some kind of dumb pool or something that you you have to no, no, you didn't put your pick in, and now you slept till 7:15 instead of 6:30, and now that pool activates before the first game kicks off. And it's like, screw you. Anyway, I'm sick of the London games. Sorry. Colts, Texans. I probably went too high on this. It's in Indianapolis. I have no idea if the Colts are good. I guess we'll we'll know more after tomorrow night. Colts minus nine was my pick. I went high. Wow. I'm not going that high. I like, yeah. I'll say Colts by five and a half. Yeah, Simmons is right. I went uh, light too. I said six and a half. It's 10. Mm. Wow. Nobody's trusting. They don't. They're get, Vegas is getting killed on teases this year, and they don't yeah. want you to tease games under three that where their team's going to lose. Mm-hmm. And that's just the way it is. Speaking yep. of uh, fucked up games, Sunday night Steelers with a quarterback. Sal, is this a stat? Can you talk to somebody? I I don't know if you know what people with, who know stats. No, no at no, Fox. No, 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 no. You might, yeah. Fox, Statcast, whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like Roethlisberger defenders have at least touched one of his passes in five <laughs> games. 
somewhere between 20 and 25 times. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not just talking about picks. I'm saying like Bat tips, deflections, deflection, drop yeah. picks. This should be a stat that we should be able to look at. And I like he that. has to have the most. Passes touched, de- passes defense. Yeah. Because Mac, yeah. like Mac today against the Texans, Mac was good, but had five really bad plays in that game and they dropped mm-hmm. three picks. There was one where right. the guys collided, both trying to pick it, but he, there's a world in which he had four picks today. I thought he still mm-hmm. played well. They couldn't block. They had no offensive line. But f- I think probably five times during that game, a Texan touched one of his passes. That's a good one. I just right, think I'll that should that. be a stat. Yeah. I, I bet I, it is. Well, it, it's if it be. is, te- uh, hit, hit House's Twitter because he looks I at mean, his passes replies. defended can be blocked at the line of scrimmage or knocked down 20 yards downfield. Like all, all that stuff you're saying, right? Yeah. Tip yeah. pass, just somebody, because they have mm-hmm. this in basketball. They have like deflections as a stat. And it's a they great definitely stat. have it in football. All right. Right. All right. You know who knows the answer to this? Ben Solak. <laughs> the Terminator. Ben Solak. The Terminator. I do worry about their, uh, oh, we didn't, did we pick a line for this? I'm well, uh, before we do, I just want to set the, set the scene for Sunday night. We're in Mm -hmm. Pittsburgh, Ben Roethlisberger on the one side, who has seven just terrible plays every game, like really terrible, like sad, like during, it was like my last year when I was playing pickup basketball. Where there's just moments where like, wow, I got to retire. This is like, I'm embarrassed. Everyone's embarrassed for me. I'm embarrassed for myself. It happens I, to all the great style. Ben Roethlisberger, Bill Roethlisberger Simmons. And me. <laughs> um, so you have him on one side. And the other side, you have Geno Smith, who <laughs> the three of us have been dying to wager against. I, I thought, honestly, I, I had a lot of regrets about a lot of things in life. One of them was, did I bet enough money against Geno Smith in my life? The answer is no. <laughs> and now I have the two of them. He's back battling each other. Gino, Ben Roethlisberger on a Sunday night. What a wonderful sporting event this is! Right. You know, you talked me out of me. I was one because NBC could flex a couple games in the weeks five through ten spot. They passed on flexing this. Like, why don't they have Cleveland, Arizona? Here? But because oh, they're right. smart. You think, is, what do you mean they're smart? This is Gino Roethlisberger Smith? versus Gino. This is can't miss television. <laughs> no, I think you're right, though. I think they're thinking this is Big Ben's last Sunday night game, right? I'm pretty. Yes. I haven't looked. Uh, I, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know that he has another one, and if he does, he probably won't last to it. Um, but I, I'm a little afraid of Gino Smith. He had two monster drives on Thursday night. I mean, I had but the Rams. he was Gino Smith. He looked great, and then he right. threw a pass right to the other team, and then we cut to the sideline shot of him going, damn, I was so yeah. close. Yeah. That and one now play where I just threw it right to the other guy. God, even worse than that, there, there's tape on him now. I think that was like VCR tape on him um, before this, but now there's actually tape on him to watch. I mean, yeah, so they'll probably, Tomlin will probably figure it out. Although that Steelers defense doesn't, for, I don't think they forced any turnovers today. They give up big plays. Not as great, reminiscent of what people thought of House's defense and uh, starting to come around a little bit. Oh, no, shot at House. Sorry, I mean, uncalled you know, for. I have, uh, yeah. I have the Steelers. Steelers by six and a half over the Seahawks. Wow. Is landed. Okay. What do you have? Sh- shouldn't have reacted. Yeah. I'm going to say Steelers by seven. Mm. Wow. I'm going to get this. I said six and I'm way high. It's three and a half. Wow. wow. That's, oh a my God. Of, that's a lot of Gino respect. Gino. And that's a six-point swing, because uh, or five and a half. Because who it is was, that respect for? 
I, I looked it up last week. It was plus two. So Seattle with Russell Wilson would have been laying two. But um, well, it's only a five and a half point swing, it seems. Do you think I'm looking at who they play? Do you think Vegas is thinking this is like a kitchen sink game for Seattle or the Sharps? They must. They must. Right. Yeah. You don't. you can't fall apart. Also, Pittsburgh can't fall that, that far behind in that division either. Well, Seattle, if they lose this, they're two and four, and then they got the Saints the next week on mm-hmm. Monday Night Football. Yeah, but I mean, as long as hustle and bustle is out, you can count all those as big underdog games, right? Terrible. Uh, Monday Night Bills. I'm. I'm actually. I guess this before the game tonight. I'm going to change my pick. Bills at Tennessee, mm-hmm. and I think the Bills have to be favored. I'm going to say six and a half house. I feel like it's at least a touchdown to me at the, the minimum of seven. Okay. Well, let me check this. Hold on. Cause I didn't check since uh, the end of the game. Oh, all right. So what are your guesses again? Six and a half for me, seven for a house. All right. I went four and a half and it's three and a half. So I get it. And I what? whooped your asses. I mean, does anybody watch the Tennessee Titans defense? Did anyone watch them beat them? What? Music no, City? the what defense. The oh. Tennessee Titans defense. Oh, the defense, yeah. They're going to give up 60 points. I don't care where they play. In Do they right. have a home field advantage in Tennessee where they lost by 32 to Arizona the first week? Here's the thing. You could look at it two ways, right? So the Bills shut out bad teams. The Dolphins. Sorry, Simmons, they beat you. But they shut out the Dolphins and the Texans. I, and maybe their defense wasn't that good. But I think they convinced themselves that it was good. Like, yeah, we could beat anybody. Let's go to Kansas City with the same swagger. There's that school or there's the they're due for a big letdown at school. That could be. It's a letdown moment for sure. The Chiefs didn't have a Derrick Henry. That's for damn sure. Sal, when you win, when it's a three-way match like this, I guess the lines, it's a little mm-hmm. like when in WWE, when there's like a triple threat match. How? That's like you won, but not really. You. It was the third person. <laughs> House shoved me into the ref at one point. <laughs> I fell out of the ring. What it's a it's terrible it's, sport It counts as are. a win. It's fine. I, I, mean, I was swinging wildly. I pinned both of you. I laid one of you on top of the other and dropped multiple <laughs> elbows. I was an easy a, knockout. Asked I was for a King first. Kong Bundy five count. And that was that. Um, 3-3 th- three, three after six weeks. We're, we're going to take one more break and then we're going to do uh, a couple sports things in Paracord. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. I love the NBA. When game day comes around, win or lose, this is the beer you want. Michelob Ultra, my go-to right now because I'm a light beer guy. Sorry, hate to break it to you. You know, I'll mess around with some other ones, but for the most part, really ever since college, I've been a light beer guy. Michelob Ultra, not only does it taste great, 95 calories, crisp and refreshing. Put it in your fridge. Watch how people just grab it. All of a sudden, they're gone. I also like Michelob Ultra because they're getting fans closer to the game right now than ever before with exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like signed memorabilia and courtside seats. Enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. This episode is brought to you by Arby's. Picture this, stacks of sweet brown sugar bacon on delicious Arby's sandwiches you already love. Does that sound like a feast for your senses? Well, Arby's brown sugar bacon sandwiches are back for a limited time. Available in BLT roast beef and turkey sandwiches. Try Arby's brown sugar bacon sandwiches today. You can order the sandwiches online or on the Arby's app. 
You can tap the banner or you can visit this episode's page to learn more. Limited time offer at participating U.S. locations while supplies last. Um, all right, quickly, before we do Parent Corner, Sal, I won an unbelievable bet on Friday night and into Sunday night. Oh, yeah, I think you told me about it, but good. So, Tarasi, I'm not a WNBA, <laughs> like, not a huge fan. Deep I, I kind of know what's going on, but I fan. love Tarasi. I've always loved Tarasi. I think mm-hmm. she's absolutely the GOAT. She came on the Grantland Basketball Hour. She was a great guest. I think she's been on my podcast. I, I'm just, I love her. So it's a must-win game on Friday night against Vegas. I decided to parlay Phoenix. They're getting five and a half with Minnesota's money line on Sunday and Tampa's money line. And so it's, it's like, a, it's a cross-sport, cross-sport. Oh, wow. It's great. Wow. I, I really, I, I don't money know if I've ever parlay. done this before. And then I'm watching the Friday night, the Mercury, they're down 10. And somebody on Vegas trash talks Tarasi. Mm-hmm. And Tarasi gets in her face and they're like going at it, like Bird and Kareem in the 84 finals. Tarasi lays the smack down in the fourth quarter. And then that Phoenix ends up winning it. And um, it was just really, really wonderful. Uh, my point is, it's so funny because I've, I've, Ch- I've had Chelsea, Chelsea Gray from the Vegas Aces on my podcast, and she was delightful too. She was part of the women's uh, Olympic team, but they went head to head here. It was a great game. It was a lot of fun that game. It was really fun. Uh, so I'm going to do that again. I'm going to. I'm just telling you now. Oh, I think right. the goat's going to win the title. I'm betting the Mercury in uh, in game two. I'm parlaying them with something on Thursday night. I'm going to do another. Another cross-sport parlay. I'm very excited about it. I love it. All right, I'll jump on with you. What are you doing here? Mer- right, is that, do, so yeah, is do, that line? Do baseball. Yeah, let's pick a baseball game that you don't have a rooting interest in. Is that line out? It's not on, out yet, is it? I don't think it's out yet. I don't think and it's then out. this this Dodgers-Giants thing, there's so much to gamble on. And I know what you're like because you have college football. We had Fury Wilder. We have baseball playoffs. We had football. There's four um, games Monday and the Monday night game. There are four games Friday, baseball games. It's 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 spectacular. It just doesn't preseason end. basketball. Like what is this yep. the most what what is your gambling volume right now? Yeah, this is a thing. So when I talk to the AAO guys, I'm like, hey, we got to do preseason uh, hockey and we have to do futures for basketball. And I know you guys cover You don't it have on, to do preseason hockey. No, I know. I know those guys want to do it. But <laughs> like, all right, you're you're on your own there. But uh yeah, I mean, I'm doing uh, 30 minutes of research on uh, Zion 27 to one for most improved player until you talk me out of it. He broke it's his terrific. foot. Please don't do that. What do you mean? He'll be fine. How long is pa- he out? Pa- well, they said he's supposedly ready for opening night. Yeah, that made me That's nervous. Good. I don't like it. Oh, come on. Are they, so me and House and Marcelo are taping like a three part over unders on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple I'm really excited about. I have five. I have five teams. I'm not going to say them now. Right. There's five teams I'm very focused on for this. But there's some good ones. I mean, the Nets. I to me, the Nets are a complete stay away. No, you cannot bet on their over under with this Kyrie. No, thing. they're it, they're an under. That's a ridiculously high over. Was it 56 and a I half? think it's yeah. better it's for high. them. The farther away he That's is from thing. that team, the better. It might if actually, there might be some Ewing theory. If I had gone, I would, I'd bet them to win 65 games. 
We don't have to see them play at all. We know their plan. They're going to rest guys. They're going to switch guys in and out. Kyrie's going to not be able to play some games and will be able to play others. Like, why Why would you think that they were, uh, you know, what is Cameron Thomas going to take over games where everyone else is sitting? I don't think so. I pay no attention to the preseason. All right, let's do, uh, let's do parent corner. So you're you paying attention, to, paying attention to Zion's foot in the preseason that you care about. Uh, no, uh, yeah, I don't have a, a big, st- you know, it was homecoming for my uh, kid. He's 16. He's a junior. He plays defensive end. My son, Archie, um, the whole family decides to come to this game and homecoming is a, a disaster. There's thousands of people in the stands and it's more of a disaster when you schedule the best team in the conference on homecoming, aren't you supposed to schedule like a cupcake? Someone you're going to beat by 35 points. That's how it was when I was young, but no, we have Palos Verdes coming in and they whip us 33, nothing. And everyone's there. My cousin, Jimmy, and I have all, I mean, I have like 10 or 15 relatives there. And I tell Archie, I was like, listen, you gotta, you gotta come out. I don't care win or lose. You gotta come out and say hi to everyone afterwards. I'm going to make them stay 10 or 15 minutes. And, and, uh, and, you know, you, you get yelled at by your coaches and then you have to go to meeting the next day at seven in the morning and watch tape and get yelled at. But between then, you have to come out and say hi to everyone. And Archie comes out and he's got this smile painted on his face. And he's like, ah, hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming. And my cousins, um, who are the daughters of Uncle Frank, which is why you'll appreciate this, Simmons. One of them says to him, congratulations. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> It was the greatest moment of the year. He lost 33 nothing, and there was nothing at all to get excited about for three hours. And she's congratulating him. I guess you congratulate him on surviving, right? That's yeah. always a good thing. Congratulations right? for yeah. avoiding a major injury. Yeah, yeah. There's no ambulance involved, but congratulations. He's like, ah, and he just walked off. <laughs> He's like, Dad, what the hell was that? I was like, I don't know what to tell you. They're trying to be nice. No one knows what to say, but you have to come out and say hi. But so what's it. their record, Sal? They're now two and four. They've lost like four in a row now. They were uh Uh-oh. they were two and oh. Yeah. It's uh, is it's Nagy trouble. gonna give up the plays or no? <laughs> Nagy's coming in. He's coming, he's tapping in. But that's it. Um, House, do you have a parent corner or no? I have a, a are you allowed to ask for advice on this parent yeah, corner? Yeah, House has sure. an advice question. I do, I yeah. do. I, I, you, Sal, we'll you st- especially you have three boys. Simmons has a boy. My we'll guy turned wrong. eleven this year. And he's really, it feels like he really wants to push down hard on the accelerator going from 11 to 16. So he's okay. testing the waters on all good. Can we, can I watch this movie? What about this show? And what he put on the table just in the last couple of weeks. And I, I can't believe I relented because I, I've, I've sat with him and watched about 10 minutes of this video game. <laughs> he asked me for Grand Theft Auto 5. And, and I said, yes. So he's playing Grand Theft Auto. And I mean, I got to tell you, <laughs> I wasn't prepared. There's a lot of lines that get crossed in that game. What yeah. I want to ask you two guys, you two veterans, is like, at what age did you did you consent to Grand Theft Auto? Because I'm almost like, what can I offer him to, to agree to take that off of, of the <laughs> table now, having, having seen some of this stuff? Simmons' number is going to be way lower than mine. This is guessing a line. This is we're going to be five off from each other. Simmons will say third trimester. No, what are you going to say? (laughs) (laughs) I I think it's great. I'm so happy for the young (laughs) lad that he's playing Grand Theft Auto. I'm always like, look, I showed my kids Halloween when they were like five. I just I'm I'm an envelope pusher, so. 
I they're gonna find this stuff anyway. If if you're a family that you babysit the kid at all with the iPad or the phone or whatever, mm-hmm. they're probably going to gravitate. I would rather know what terrible thing they're doing versus not know. Grand Theft yeah. Auto, it's fun. It's fine. You drive around. I, I think I let my son play <laughs> yeah. it right around the same age. Yeah, you drive around. Maybe hit some pedestrians. Shoot the authorities. <laughs> you might you might fight with the cops every once in a while, but curse. I don't know. Curse at people. People curse at you. The thing you have to monitor There's is- There's ladies- is is stuff from the game seeping into his actual everyday personality? Would be the <laughs> right. I mean, fortunately, no. That we don't encounter a lot yeah, of things so. in, in real life where there's a translation there. Like if you're driving down the street and your son's like, "Hey, Dad, veer into that guy on the sidewalk." <laughs> he's, he's not. Yeah. Fortunately, there aren't any hookers on the street in the portion. Well, of that's town what I was in. gonna say. Yeah, maybe he could wait a year before he sees a prostitute get kicked in the jaw during a botched drug deal or something because that there's a lot of that stuff right i was lucky because yeah. my kids just like all the sports games so they were mad in this mad in that didn't have to worry about that but i don't know it really it really really all comes down to what their friends are doing right that's all that's all it is you can only hold off for so long if their three best friends are playing it yeah that's the thing it's once it becomes an arms race with the friends there's always one other family or two other families that push mm-hmm. the envelope yeah but that, that's... and then they just go over to that kid's house and they play the game over there and you're you lose either way you might as yeah. well have them have the game so my exactly. guy's an only child and really what sowed the seeds is he's he's pals this school year with another kid who's also an only child who's plays it with his father like his father plays it and the oh, kid wow. is allowed to sit now, what mm. we've ended up in is he downloaded it, my guy. He's playing it, and he tells me, Daddy, go upstairs. They're about to put on a cutscene. I don't want you to watch this. I don't <laughs> want you to sit here with me because the things that are going to happen in this scene are not for you, Daddy. <laughs> Dismiss Daddy. me. Sends me upstairs. Daddy took his Brussels sprouts and went right upstairs. That was it. <laughs> Nothing to do with it. That's funny. I vote yes. Um. All right. Mine is... Uh, Man, there's almost two levels of parent corner now. The ones I wish I could say and then the ones that I think are safe for Mm -hmm. public consumption. But uh, my son, so my son goes to the same school that my daughter goes to. My daughter never won a banner at this school. And it was like, her class was like, they had a couple of really good athletes. It just never happened. They made the finals in basketball three straight years. So now I was on this flag football team, which they haven't won in flag football in a couple of years, this school. But um, they... They're undefeated through four games. And it mm. really seems like this is going to be the year. My son's having a great year. He's playing tight end. He's playing linebacker. Um, and he's really starting to feel himself leading to uh, the other day. And I'll put this on my Instagram so people can see it. They run the Gronk play with him, like where he basically comes off the line and just runs like the button hook out. Quarterback, bomb. Tips it to himself. It's like a jump ball. Tips it to himself. Catches it. Runs for a touchdown. As nice. he's crossing the goal line, does the Deion Sanders dirty bird over the thing and gets the 15-yard celebration. Oh, no. There's yeah. taunting calling flag first football. One, first one, I think, in the history of his school. The first, ah. first taunting <laughs> on sports. But like, and it... And it was this great play that, you know, just would have been this awesome play that would have been like the play of the game. And then the coach has to pull him out. The coaches are kind of like laughing because it's like, first of all, where do you pull the dirty bird from? That 
was like 30 years ago. Yeah, right. What was last Dirty Bird conversation you had? Is it in Madden? Do they do it in Madden? Yeah, I think if it must be a Madden. It's thing. in Grand Theft Auto, I think. That's where the cutscenes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so my son got his first taunting celebration penalty. Oh man, were you Could watching? It, did you see it? Were you there for it? Oh, I was there. I was I was uh, <laughs> right in the middle of it, and then the parents were kind of like, "Ah, oh, that's kind of cool." Like they're supportive of it. Yeah, it everyone just gets through the end zone. Like he wasn't yeah. doing it crossing the goal line. He wasn't right. doing we it to Sean Jackson. He didn't turn around, backpedal, and start cranking yeah. up the D on it. I'll put that like, on Instagram. I want to see. You know, that. right that's as he awesome. cr- crossed through. I'm gonna put it on Instagram, and people can decide. I love Make it a it. vote if if it was or not. But yeah, they it. have have a chance to get the banner. All right, uh, more <laughs> updates to come on Parent Corner. Uh, Sal, what do you got to plug? What do I have uh, against all odds? We have uh, extra points coming up. Yeah, we'll have an NBA preview. We'll go over the Monday night game tomorrow. And I'm going for 11 in a row Thursday night on Fox. I'm probably taking Tampa over Philly, right? I don't know what would have to happen. Got to. Go so if way. you get this 11th, do you think they cut in on the local news? What happens? <laughs> yeah, do the right. anchors, is it like a car chase? They cut in? What? Bra- People I have breaking should news. Care Sal is more. 11 in a row. What do you think Jimmy the Greek, his record was? I, listen. It was terrible. He was bad. Was he good at picks? I don't think he was. I, I think people should make a little bit more of a bigger. I'm making way too big a deal of it, but it's, meet me a third of the way. I'm with you. I, we we lit up million dollar picks mm-hmm. last playoffs and won so much money and hit basically every pick. And I was upset. I felt like there should have been more of a parade. But that's the yeah, thing. But, but million dollar picks is obnoxious just by the nature of it. It's very, very obnoxious. I'm a classy <laughs> dude. I go about it the right way. You should have got somebody to buy your your buy the ringer. <laughs> right. <laughs> My next move. <laughs> did did you win or lose money on Fury Wilder? So uh I love he came on my pie. I should have listened to him. He said he said he's gonna win in four to six rounds. So I went heavy on four to six rounds. And he should have there could have been eleven knockdowns in four to six rounds, but my God. I mean, I don't know where we ranked that. There's some prettier heavyweight fights that we've seen, but that was pretty spectacular. That was a great, great fight. And I don't know if I'm just saying that because no Pauls were involved or what, but I felt like boxing, like that's why we love boxing, that fight right there. Anything could happen at any time. If you were following the live lines, you know, like Wilder was like three to one favorite after he knocked Fury down. Then Fury was like a 12 to one favorite. And then that that kept up throughout. But um, I loved it. I don't know where you rank Fury in the in the in the annals of history, but um, he's he's phenomenal to watch. Lots of fun. The thing is, when you're six foot nine, 280. Yeah. It, on TV versus when you're actually standing next to somebody who's that size, it's it's kind of like incredible. Mm-hmm. You know, like I remember when I did TV with Magic for a year and he's six nine, and you would just constantly be like, God damn, that guy's yeah. way taller and bigger than everybody else. And Jalen was the same thing. Jalen was six, eight and a half. And it's just to think of like trying to box somebody like that, especially mm-hmm. like he's got that sneaky style of it's all these short, you know, it's constant, these short little crosses and I, I don't know. I think he would be a bitch to fight. I don't know. Like oh, if you yeah. compare him to people we grew up watching and stuff like that, like what would Mike Tyson do against him? Like he, he's well, a foot taller than Mike Tyson. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. Right. Yeah. Tyson, go, they, they claim to be five. Nine. I was thinking like Larry Holmes, right? He beat everyone. And when, you know, he's like, 
Fury could beat him for sure. I don't know if he'd have the longevity of Holmes like fighting these guys over yeah. and over and over, but um, I think that's comparable. He's right in. I, and I always considered Holmes in the top 10, like on the eight, nine, right, right in there, I think. It would seem like the way to fight him would be to stay away from him, get distance, jab, move, and yeah. just kind of use his clumsiness against him. But if you're putting him against another puncher, it's it's pretty it's pretty good. Right. I somehow oh, thought well, I thought Fury was gonna win and somehow lost money on the fight. Wait, how, who did you bet? What'd you do? Bet the I had under the under. I I thought yeah. it was gonna be I I just didn't think Wilder was gonna last. And all of a sudden he's in the eleventh round. Guys are throwing bombs. I don't know how they did last. How the Wilder? I felt so bad for. I don't remember feeling as bad for a fighter as I did Wilder. Just yeah. kept answering the bell. Tough one. All right, House. House is like in a half coma now. It's what time is it? East Coast time. <laughs> uh, probably two thirty, give or take, whatever. Fairway rolling this week. There is a golf season. Yeah. You and Nate are going to take I think we in have person. a special guest. I think we have a PGA Tour professional coming on this week. Oh, nice. Yeah, a little something with that. And then, of course, the Friday Gambling Show. Yep. We'll try and give out nice. another winning four-leg money line parlay this week because two big favorites, two medium really? favorites. But we hit it. Plus Simmons 333. Is right. That's a W. Simmons is right. It's going to come crumbling down, right? We just can't be all in on it. These these money line. When are they, it's going to be teaser nightmare week. This could be home dog week. There were a lot of home dogs this oh, week. Watch no. out for that too. Give me All one right, more. Sal. Good job by you. Good job by you, buddy. This podcast was produced by Kyle Creighton, who is keeping his fingers crossed that we did this correctly with Sal on a Zoom <laughs> and House Night in the same spot. And new rewatchables coming. Sal, we did Cobra. Oh, nice. Me and Kyle oh, Brandt at Cobra one. broke that one down. That's coming Monday night. And then uh, check out the Prestige TV podcast as well. Did the uh, season finale heels. That's up now. And then uh, we have a succession one coming later this week. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in this feed on Tuesday. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser. But I am a joggers guy. I just... Once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com.